Hey everybody, today's episode is going to be on existentialism. This includes how existentialism is viewed by society, as well as some of the existentialist theories that I tend to hold close to myself, the ones that I believe in personally. Stay tuned. In the modern day, the existentialist's mindset is viewed as either a pessimistic or a nihilistic one, when in fact I believe that it is quite the opposite. Even if at times these philosophical belief pathways may cross and get wound up, they never truly become bonded or inseparable. In terms of the existentialist mindset, or belief system. There are two main specific subtypes or categories, the agnostic existentialist and the atheistic existentialist. This is most commonly described or most commonly interpreted by the texts and writings of French philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre. In regard to the atheistic existentialist belief, the belief system and group that I personally belong to, there is much to say. And I must say that none of which, at least on my part, or by my own saying or belief, goes against or seeks to distinguish that of my agnostic existentialist counterparts. But this all solely serves as my personal viewpoint and belief. Now, as Sartre mentions in his book Existentialism and Human Emotions, or sometimes interpreted as existentialism is a humanism, the atheistic existentialist finds a sense of truth in the idea that one's existence preceded that of their essence. Meaning that each individual person is first born, and then they become what they are meant to become. They're first born, and then they learn and do what they are meant to do. Not by some predetermined creation but after they have begun to live their life and gain specific insight, after they have begun to narrow down their interests, and after they have been given some time to decide what they want to do with themselves, or what they want to become. With this, I agree very strongly. With such a statement, Many agnostic existentialists would disagree. Although I can definitely not go ahead fortright and say that all agnostic existentialists would reach such conclusions. Now, when I say that our existence precedes that of our essence, Jean-Paul Sartre gives a very good explanation. And 
I'll try to simplify it. A human being, unlike a tool or an object created in a manufacturing facility, is not first blueprinted out. Before we're born, we're not shaped into something or molded to do something. We don't have a true purpose or an intended purpose before we were born. And we may not even have a true purpose until very late in life. Now, I find it troubling at times to believe that we are only who we are by the decision of another. Whether that be by influence of the human nature or by that of an omniscient god or godlike being. And therefore, I must believe that my atheistic existentialist perspective on life is somehow justified even though I don't necessarily have any true sense of truth set in stone regarding such now when I made my prior statement that existentialists often get confused with nihilists I must clarify that this is not to choose one over the other or create some sense of philosophical hierarchy, but to simply distinguish between the two. Friedrich Nietzsche is most commonly referred to as a nihilist, and in many senses and many of his texts, he can very much seem like so. But even then, much of his claims fall under the existentialist end of the spectrum. And that could just be my own personal interpretation of it. Um, But through my own research, it seems that many scholars in the field seem to feel the same way. None of us would rather... would ever really know. We're not him. We can only interpret texts over a hundred years later. Now... Can one individual believe in both belief systems, following both philosophical theories without ever contradicting or confusing the two? From my viewpoint, it's possible, and more so in terms of the atheistic, existentialist, and the nihilist, rather than the agnostic and the latter. In life, I like to believe that we're dealt with many good cards and many bad cards. And I'm not meaning this in the way of, say, Dostoevsky's Gambler. But also, not everyone is keen to using a poker face every day to mask their pain and use the winnings of 
such gambles to sustain any senses of disdain in our life. You know, the ones that we feel never really go away, like bills, stress, worries, fears. And I know upon hearing myself that the last statement had somewhat of a rhyme to it. And in this sense, it may seem quite contrasting when speaking of something that seems so dark or can be interpreted as a very pessimistic viewpoint. But really, the dark in life doesn't fear us, so why should we give up? Especially when the sunlight gets far from Earth and close to Mars, or at least closer to Mars, we can still find light in that dark. And I promise, if this doesn't all make sense, it possibly could at another time. You know, I can't really decide for you what you believe in. And only you can do that. I can only truly determine what makes sense to myself. Just as any listener of this podcast or reader of my texts or anybody else's texts must do so for themselves. All I can really say is that for me, existentialism is a means of hope. With the atheistic belief that I've briefly mentioned over the course of this discussion, brings with it the idea that we as the humans we are born, have within us the ability to become anything that we want to be. We have the ability to create our own essence. And thus, we have the ability to create our own meaning. And whereas my agnostic existentialist counterpart may argue that we become what we were originally and always destined to be. The atheistic existentialist may too believe that we ourselves are the creators of our own destiny. Now, maybe we always, for as long as he can remember, knew what we wanted to do or be. And sure, it may seem like we were meant to do something and if someone ever feels this way that's great but from my personal viewpoint I believe they came to that conclusion themselves based on their surroundings their environments the people that they spent time with and the subjects that interested them throughout their life I'm not a pawn in a board game or a tool like a hammer. 
neither are you. We weren't created to do something. We were created. And then we did something. Or, and then we chose to do something. And I think that leaves a lot of room for everyone to kind of find a newfound sense of realization in that their life, either where they're at or where they will be, isn't set in stone. Changes can be made. Perspectives can change. That is what I believe life is about. Growing up, I personally thought that I was going to be many things. I wanted to be a medical doctor. I wanted to be a nutritionist. I began a career in engineering and I rode that train for quite some time. Fast forward to the present day. I feel that I have found what I want to do with the rest of my life. And it didn't always feel like something that I was meant to do or something that I even wanted to do. It took experiences and thinking and work. I wasn't made for this. But I'm here. And now I feel like I was made for this. Now I hope this makes sense. And we can dive further into this because I have many writings on the subject that I would like to portray out to those who want to interpret them. So this episode was a little late. Um, It was meant to come out on November 18th, World Philosophy Day. And although I didn't really reach that date or get this out by that date, I wanted to emphasize the importance of philosophy. And in the future episodes of this podcast, I want to go over the topics that the listeners want to go over. So I'll leave a little area on the page of this podcast for the listeners to ask questions or give ideas for future episodes or discussions. So please feel free to make use of that if you feel that you have something to contribute or something that you want to learn about. And last, I just want to thank you all. I know it's kind of hard to listen to a non subject matter expert speak about 
wild topics such as the meaning of your own life. I want to thank you for listening, really. And to conclude on that statement, I would just want to say that it means a lot that there are people out there that want to listen to this. So thank you.